We're going to be reading from the book of Matthew today and also from the book of Proverbs. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 and 36. And then we'll look at Proverbs chapter 24. The Bible says, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. I want to draw your attention to the fact that in verse 36, the Bible says that when Jesus saw the multitudes, it moved him. That means it motivated him. It stirred his emotions and his compassion for them. In Proverbs chapter 24, in verse 30, 31, and 32, the Bible says, I went by the field of the slothful and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. And lo, it was all grown over with thorns and nettles, had covered the face thereof, and the stone wall thereof was broken down. So these verses are describing like a garden or a vineyard, a place where someone had once grown things. There was a, uh, a stone wall, and this area had been overgrown. The uh, vegetation had grown up. The wall was broken down. It obviously was not being cared for anymore. In verse 32, it says, Then I saw and considered it well. I looked upon it and received instruction. So in this verse 32, the Bible is talking about a man who sees something. He thinks about what he's looking at, and he learns something because of it. So we have Jesus seeing the multitudes and being stirred to emotion, to compassion. We have someone else looking at something and it leading to learning a life lesson. When you're going through difficult times, when the way is unclear, when things are not normal, when hardship comes to you, my message to you this morning is, lift up your eyes. Many of us are so busy looking at our personal situation that we miss the big picture. We miss what is truly there for us to see. We're so focused on our hardship or our suffering or what we're going through that we miss seeing everything there is to see. We're so focused on our own personal hurts, our own personal problems, our own trials and challenges that we fail to see the world around us clearly. We fail to see the struggles of others. We fail to see the opportunities that God is giving us. For example, we're struggling with this situation with COVID-19 and the many restrictions that have been placed upon people. And 
It's not a normal time. It's a frustrating time. It's been a time of hardship for some people who have economically been greatly affected because of the restrictions. And it's a time that's very easy to get frustrated with what we're having to deal with. But I'm reminded of one of our church members, Brother Charles Osgood, one of our, our pastors. He gave a testimony of how he made a decision that during this, especially during the time when the government told us to stay at home and we were locked down and told not to go out, he made a decision that he was going to use that time to minister and to reach out to the immediate neighbors that lived around him. And he was able to give the gospel to several of them. He was able to help them from the Bible and, and able to reach them because of this difficult time. He saw an opportunity that he otherwise would not have seen. He had time that he otherwise would not have had. So he took a frustrating situation and made it a productive situation. During this coronavirus restrictions, I've had to learn um, how to communicate better. I've learned, had to learn that there are opportunities out there to communicate with church members that I was not taking advantage of in the past. And I've also been more aware of some of the problems that our people deal with in their lives as I got out and went and started visiting, doing more visitation and visiting more of our people. I've learned to be a better pastor because of a difficult situation. Or I'm trying to be a better pastor because of a difficult situation. It took away, or I should say, what I have learned has taken away my frustration or has taken away some of the frustration because I've learned because of the circumstances. Visiting others have allowed me to see the hardship of other people. It made my heart more tender towards them. It also helps me to realize that trials can make us stronger. You know, in life, winners find solutions. Winners help others. Winners are not self-absorbed. Winners meet the needs of others. Winners adapt to the situation around them. Winners are not so focused on the problem, so focused on the frustrations, so focused on themselves that they miss seeing the big picture, that they miss clearly seeing the world around them. Some of you may be grumbling or frustrated or aggravated about your current situation, whatever that is. But let me give you three things that you need to do in order to help you, in order to lift up your eyes and see the world as Jesus saw it 
when he saw the multitudes and he was moved with compassion. How to lift up your eyes and see like the man in Proverbs saw when he looked at the situation and he learned a valuable life lesson. Number one, three things to do to help you see clearly. Ask God to open your eyes. Ask God to open your eyes. Some of the greatest inventions, some of the greatest companies, some of the greatest of ministries have been born out of or because of suffering or because of adversity or because of bad times. Someone got into a bad situation. Someone suffered. Someone was facing a trial. They asked God to open their eyes and their life became a greater testimony. They became wiser. They saw and learned how to serve God in a greater way. I'm thinking of a man by the name of Ron Hamilton. Ron Hamilton is known by Christian children all over the world as Patch the Pirate. Ron Hamilton had had a, an injury or disease. I, I don't know exactly what was wrong with his eye, but he had lost one of his eyes earlier in life as a young man. And because of that uh, situation where he lost his sight in one eye, God opened his eyes to a way of ministering to children. He took a patch and he put a patch over that one eye and it caused him to look somewhat like a pirate. And he took the name Patch the Pirate and he began to make up children's stories that were centered around this Patch the Pirate and a band of or a group of people that would travel around the world with him on his pirate ship. And he would tell stories and teach lessons and sing songs and minister to, to children as Patch the Pirate. He took a bad situation where he lost eyesight in one of his eyes and he turned it into an amazing ministry. And his, his stories and his songs have blessed people all over the world. And his life lessons that he teaches and the songs that he has sung that teaches great Christian truths have been a blessing to my children and my family, has helped to shape the character and the thinking of my own children. My wife grew up listening to Pastor Pirate. Many people have been blessed by this man's ministry because he took a bad situation, he asked God to help him see clearly, and because of a bad situation, he had a greater ministry. Ask God to open your eyes when you're going through a difficult time. Help you to see what He wants you to see. Number two, take time to minister. When you minister, when you serve others, your problems get smaller. When you minister, you're pleasing God. When you minister, your eyes will be open. I suggested or I uh, 
testified earlier in this message about how that I have been doing more visiting lately, visiting families in our churches. And one week, several weeks ago, I took my wife with me. We went out to make some visits, and I was not in the greatest of moods when we went, and my wife was frustrated as well. And as we went out and began to visit people, all those frustrations went away. All that uh, concerns about self and my own problems, it went away as I got out there and started ministering to other people, seeing what they're dealing with, seeing what they have to go through in life. It makes me realize how good I have it. And it makes me realize that I'm not as important as I sometimes think I am, that others need help. Others are going through more difficult times. Others need me to lift up my eyes and stop focusing on my problems and focusing on my needs, but to focus on their need. To lift up their eyes and be moved with compassion. (laughs) Every church member, every believer... You ought to be ministering to somebody. You should not live your life only being ministered to. We are called to be servants. The Bible teaches us that the chief among us, the greatest among us, is the servant. And when we go out and serve others, we're demonstrating that we've learned the valuable lessons of life about service, that we've learned how to be truly great in serving other people. And you, if you are a believer, you should be ministering to somebody. When all you do is allow others to minister to you, you're not lifting up your eyes, you're not seeing the world clearly, you're not seeing life the way God wants you to see it. Because God wants you to see the needs of others and He wants you to learn the great lessons. Number three, the third thing you need to do in order to lift up your eyes and see your world clearly is to count your blessings. Take time to be thankful. When we're grumbling, when we're complaining, When we're looking at the world we live in and we're upset about what we see and it bothers us to the point that we're angry or we're upset or we're emotionally distraught, we're not seeing clearly. And one of the greatest ways to see clearly is take the time to be thankful. Every day, we need to be thoughtful so that we can be thankful. We need to spend time thinking about the good things in our lives. And we need to take time to be thankful for what God has done for us. Take a piece of paper every day and make a list of the things you're thankful for. Take time before you pray to be thankful. You know, before you come to God and, and you ask God 
to see things your way so that he can answer your prayer. Let's take time to see things in a thankful way. And then maybe that will change the way we pray. Maybe that will change how God sees our prayers. Maybe that will change how God interacts with us. When we come to God with a clearer view of things. God, I'm not just here to complain. I'm here to be thankful. God, I've got some prayers I want to offer up to you today. There's some things on my heart. There's some needs I have. But you know what, Lord? More than those needs, more than what I need from you, I want to spend time thanking you. God, you've been good to me. You've done this for me and you've fed me and you've given me water to drink. You saved my soul. You've given me a Bible to read. Given me a church to go to. You've given me freedom as a Ghanaian citizen to live my life as I see fit. There's so many things that we can stop and be thankful for. And when we are thankful, we sing or we tend to see things more clearly. When we are thankful, it helps us to see the needs of others. It helps us to see what God wants us to see. And it is a tremendous, tremendous blessing in our own lives. It is so important that we lift up our eyes and that we see life clearly. And the only way we're going to accomplish that and do that effectively, number one, ask God to open your eyes. Ask God to help you to see what you need to see. It's like Joseph when he was forsaken by his brothers. I believe he asked God to give him the right vision. And he was able to see that God was doing something, that God was working in his life, and he was able to see things in the proper view. Take time to minister, because it is only when you are taking time to serve others that you're going to see life clearly. And number three, take time to be thankful. Because if you're not taking time to be thankful, then your thoughts are going to be awful. And your prayers are going to be hindered. And your relationships with others is going to be hurt. Because only when we're thankful can we see life clearly. Thank you for listening to the Fundamental Hour. Thank you for taking time early on a Sunday morning to listen. If you have any questions at all, we'd like to help you. We'd like to correspond with you. But especially if there's any doubt you have in your mind that if you were to die, that you'd go to heaven, we'd like to help you. We have our Facebook platform, our YouTube platform, our Twitter platform, our Instagram platform. We have a WhatsApp number. You can call us at our phone number. But we'd like to help you to know for sure that heaven is your home. So if you have any doubt about that at all, please contact us at Fundamental Baptist Church. And if you live in Kumasi, please consider coming out and visiting us. We're located just past the market in Beauchene on the right-hand side, and we'd love to have you visit our church services. God bless you and thank you. Have a great week.